this is not the goal because if we understand what is our real nature, because compared, for example, with those uh, facilities of enjoyment in the upper planetary systems, the heaven and heavenly planets. The difference is because the residents over there, they also enjoy those facilities, but they have understanding that there is a controller there. It's God. But in the subterranean heavenly planets, the enjoyment is there, but understanding that there is a controller, there is a God, it's very minimal, even none. So it's more, in, in that sense, the demoniac mentality, because considering that we can, the purpose of life is just this, uh, the trying to enjoy independently from God. So, in that way, for example, because this span, this part of the bottom, is mainly uh, descriptions of different places in the universe to help us to understand what is the mentality and the consciousness of different divinities, different people, and different places. As previously we, we were trying to also understand why we are um, studying this part of the body and all the planetary systems and so those descriptions are quite complex for us. Sometimes very difficult to understand how it's the, the description of the, the design. Uh, but it's a description from the very different perspectives, point of view. But mainly, the main point is describing the different state of consciousness, different identities, how they are engaged, and um, based on that, understanding how this universe is laid out. So gradually also we can awaken our understanding, our proper perspective, what is the goal of life, where we want to go. Purifying our consciousness so that we will have the proper perspective. So the Bhagavatam has this purpose, and especially in this case, is driving the past time of especially characteristics, the good qualities of Bali Maharaj who lives in Sutala. Um, if uh, one preparing with us, I was trying to understand how interestingly in those seven different subterranean uh, planets, the Sutala is very privileged, uh, it's very special because Atala, Vitala, they are um, inherited by demons. But Sutala, compared to those uh, Mahatala, Rasatala, Patala, Sutala is inherited by pure devotee. By a pure devotee, and not just a pure devotee, who is there as well. Varadev, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is there as well. So quite special this place. And it has a, a reason, it has an, a background, a historic background about it. But as we can realize very quickly about the past time of Bali Maharaj, which probably is more, um, sorry, I'll be describing the account of that and trying to understand the, the good qualities of Bali Maharaj. But in order to, to be more um, related to the purpose and also especially the translation that Prabhupada into this verse, it's something in the blowing exchanges that Bali Maharaj as an advanced devotee, as a pure devotee, has with the Lord, how the Lord reciprocates and how Krishna in his form of Zwarf uh Interact with him and even breaking some kind of rules. He disguised himself and also exhibited different uh, interactions that at the end is basically 
the benefit of and the pleasure of Bali Maharaj externally can be confusing, like a punishment and uh, embarrassment that Bali Maharaj externally experienced, but the outcome, the ultimate outcome is love of God, the blessings and the loving exchange that Krishna is exhibiting, is reciprocating with him. So for us as a spiritual practitioners, it's very important to understand this part because in one sense it's what we are trying to develop as a spiritual practice, practitioners of especially Krishna consciousness, this movement. We have the examples of many Acharyas, many Mahayanas, in this case Bali Maharaj Mahayana. Despite of living in a circumstances that apparently are not favorable because most of us while we are practicing Krishna consciousness or spiritual practices we try to be located in a favorable environment that will facilitate us in our spiritual growth, spiritual progress and we are trying also to avoid those unfavorable things. And the important or favorable aspect is the association of devotees. In the case of Bali Maharaj, for example, according to his uh, lineage, he born in an Asura family, demonic family, and so all his relatives and people around him were with demonic tendency. Nevertheless, he Display, he displays a very exalted person, uh, characteristic qualities. But how we can explain that? It has a reason. Do you have any idea why him being a, a, in a demoniac family, born in a demoniac family, he displays all he shows very exalted qualities or so I think you're wealthy. Because he was the grandson of Parlamana. Yeah, that's right. Because he was one of the, the, the qualities of benefits. His piety comes because he was the grandson of a pure devotee, another pure devotee, Pralai Maharaj. Interestingly, <coughs> Pralai Maharaj is the son of a demon, Hiranyakashipur. Actually, Hiranyakashipur and Hiranyaksha are the, the, the sons of an assaulted personality. It's Kasyapa, yeah, he is considered also an advanced devotee. Kasyapa, he has sons of uh, demons, Hiranyakashipur and Hiranyaksha. But Prahlad Maharaj, the grandson of Kasyapa, was pure devotee. The, the son of Pralamara's Virochana, uh, to my understanding, he wasn't pure devotee. He was a demon. But his son is Valimara's pure devotee. So he's <coughs> quite alternated in those cases. I was listening to one class where one devotee was mentioning that. The past times of devotees, no proper disciple was a big concern. I said, well, I'm a proper disciple, but my son is not a devotee. How can we? And he was quite morose about it. But another devotee said, don't worry. You just wait for your grandson. He will be a devotee. <laughs> it's kind of trying to relate what is happening <coughs> here. Pralad Maharaj, Virotsana, and then but if we understand the qualities of Bali Maharaj, his piety comes from being a grandson of a pure devotee like Prabhupada uh, Maharaj. But not just that, because he has an attitude that uh, enables him to have good qualities. He tried to please uh, Brahmanas, his guru. Previously, as we know, the demons and the demigods are constantly 
fighting for and uh, in this uh, previously, but the animal was uh, uh, defeated by the demigods, and the, but by pleasing Sukracharya, uh, it was his guru and all the brahmanas by serving them nicely. Um, so Bhakti uh, Maharaj got the, the blessings and the benedictions of his guru and the brahmanas that uh, he became powerful, very uh, exalted, and able to defeat the demigods. And for that reason, he took the three heroes. He became the king of the three the, the heavens as well. Because he was able to please his guru and the brahmanas. That's quite an important point for all of us, because understanding that the qualifications and success in our spiritual practice doesn't depend only on our sincere endeavor. <coughs> Basically, we, it's the mercy of the bodies and Krishna that uh, make balance whatever incapacity um, in in that we can have. Because we can endeavor sincerely, but without the mercy of Guru and Krishna, means also the bodies, we cannot achieve success. So that Pali Maharaj is. Uh, in this case, the personification of this example. He was able to do it. He was able to even defeat the gods because of the blessings of Guru and the Brahmanas. And uh, that was also the, the, the understanding of Vilaspati, who is the Guru of the demigods, who point out this important point, open secret, to Indra there. But because Indra at that time was quite overwhelmed with the circumstance, he wasn't able to, to, get, to get that point and also receive that benefit. Even that his guru pointed out yeah, the secret of success of Bali Maharaj was because he satisfied his guru and Brahmanas. So if you do that, you can get the same, but in the thing didn't catch it at a time. Well, so that's a one very important point. And also, for example, it's described that uh, because that piety also the another important quality of Mari Maharaj is that he was very truthful, oh, truthfulness part of his personality. Um, oh, also charitable, because being a, uh, being the king of the heavens and with a lot of opulence, uh, he was able to um, give charities, but not become overwhelmed with that. That's quite important attitude that we should consider because uh, we heard many times in the Shastras and Kunti Devi as well explain that always like a Srutas religion, good karma, good jhana, goodness, uh, good, uh, good um, family and good uh, education, uh, riches. Beauty, those become like an impediment for those who would like to sincerely practice spiritual life. Why that become an impediment? Because there can be reasons. Why? Why can Why would you understand those good birth and education and opulence and material opulence and beauty can be independent or impediment? Because they have the tendency to take the person away from Krishna into material sense gratification on the person. Yeah, because the person, Madhuri uh, said that because those opulences has a tendency to drive away the person out of, drive away from the emotional service. Yeah. What else you can say? Why opulences is a disturbance in the emotional service? 
why beauty can be an, uh, a disturbance and obstacle. But basically, it's said that because um, people get proud about it, and the pride is the impediment mainly. And not because those uh, facilities, operations are powerful, it's because the people or person who has it become proud. proud. So that pride is an impediment. For that is that we get, uh, that is very dangerous if we want to be serious in Krishna consciousness, or serious practitioner in Krishna consciousness. So we need to be very careful with that. Can it lead to some stratification as well? Yeah, definitely. But if, for example, he said, uh, Krishna said, for the body, or if, if I see that those material opulences, if a person or the body has it and is not destroyed by it, Krishna facilitated. But if that the body is not properly utilizing those facilities, Krishna will take away because it's not favorable for devotional service. So take away in the sense that, for example, yeah, like we said, pride, uh, it's creating a disturbance in their interactions and their relationship with others and Krishna and also, as you mentioned, the tendency to be too much overwhelmed in gratification, sense gratification. Yeah, and that way it's quite important for us to understand that point, the pride, it's not favorable in the Russian service and uh, it's easy to become proud if we have material offenses and if we don't have the control of the mind and self-control as well. In this case, Bani Maharaj uh, was seeking that quality, the self-control. He didn't become, he didn't become proud in relation to others. He was very charitable. But some tinge of pride was there. For that reason, is the interaction with Bhaganadev is one of the important points that uh, this pastime with Bhaganadev. Because Bhaganadev or Krishna wanted to also protect the Dharma and facilitating the demigods, giving back the, the kingdom of the heavens. Because also, as we know, Aditi, the mother of them, also was praying for that. And so, but why Bhaganadev was, in this case, in his particular interaction with Pali Maharaj, uh, act in a way that uh, tricked him, took, out, took away all his possessions? Not just that, he also um, uh, bound him embarrassed him and uh, proved him that he wasn't able even to fulfill his word. The pastime said that Bhakti Maharaj, when he saw Bhamanari, after uh, performing all the Asumeya Jagyas that he was performing at that time, because of the blessings of the Brahmanas, all was successful, he said that uh, Beautiful <coughs> Brahmana appeared, that means in that way it was, at that time it was family, who was very beautiful, attractive, effulgent, and uh, they took it out, wow, this is a auspicious sign, or a sacrifice, as we a sacrifice, was successful, a Brahmana came. So then, naturally, we have to give. Um, or glorify the Brahmana and give charity to him. But he said that immediately when Bhadi Maharaj saw uh, Brahmana, he felt a lot of joy in his heart. He was very much qualified. Personally, he's, he was very learned, beautiful, all the opulences. But when he saw Brahmana, he didn't uh, felt like a oh, some more somebody else more effulgent than me is coming. He didn't feel envy. He was very joyful in his heart. And also immediately 
He was very grateful. He expressed that, oh, wow, you came to my Jagya uh, and you are sanctifying our Jagya. So, thank you so much because you came. So, we are grateful. And immediately he offered anything, whatever you want, please ask. So, quite important attitude that also perhaps we can learn from Bali Maharaj. Being joyful, no envious, and the gratitude that is quite important quality. Most of us we have the tendency to forget about the good things that others uh, do for us, and it's very easy to forget. In my case, I most of the time forget things how, how Krishna devotees and people that doing things for us. So, but being grateful is very important quality. By being grateful, Krishna, we said that if we are grateful, Krishna will give more. That attitude will uh, attract more blessings, more mercy from Krishna, if we are grateful. So, that, that gratitude can be expressed in a way how we interact with the bodies. Opposite to being grateful is to be proud. Because we realize that it's not just uh, if we have something good, it's not because we endeavor for us or it's the result of our endeavor. As before we mentioned, whatever we have is actually is the basis of Krishna. Nothing, nothing happened by chance. It's Krishna behind everything. So by acknowledging that we naturally become grateful, but we have to remember that constantly. So Bali Maharaj was very grateful when he saw Bhavanadev in the Asumita Jagya. So he wanted to offer him a gift, charity, and he said, please ask me whatever you want. I can give you anything. Uh, if you want a planet, if you want a car, if you want a land, please ask me. And Bhagavad also was very happy to see that attitude of um, Bali Maharaj. Oh, I forgot something. But when Bali Maharaj saw Bhagavad and trying to honor him as the guest, his presence. He also glorified with nice words, but also he paid the lotus feet of the Lord. Uh, so he got the Chalinamrita, and he took the Chalinamrita and put it on his head. That's very important quality too. So by doing that, he got the blessings of the Lord, attract the blessings of the Lord, he was pleasing the Lord. And uh, of course, with that attitude, Krishna, by pleasing Krishna, we, we, we have the success of everything. So, in a way, for example, they said that uh, because Lord Brahma, Lord Bhamanel was pleased with that attitude, he, he interacted with him and said, Well, please, Evangelist, Eva, thank you, but. Um, I just want to give you, I just want to ask three steps of land, three pace of land. And Bali Maharaj said, well, I can give you many things, why you are asking just such a little thing? By asking just that, you are showing that you are immature, like a little boy. Please think in the future, you can, I can give you anything, even a land, a planet, think in the future. <laughs> um, and then the very celebrated instructions that uh, Lord Bhavanadi gave at that time. Do you remember what was the instruction? He says if a man is not satisfied with what he has, then he can get the three words and he won't be satisfied. Or? Yeah, that's right. It said if a, for, a, for a person who has a, a who doesn't control his senses, or he's not satisfied. Whatever is there for, for in the three worlds for the sense gratification won't be enough. 
because he is most satisfied with whatever he has. So, in that way, he said, I just want three pieces of land, three pieces of land. So, um, Valimaya said, okay, uh, I'll give you. And, uh, but as we know, the past time, uh, I know, said that in the first step, at that time, Bahamadev transformed himself as Trivikrama. And then in the first step, he covered all humans, and in the second step, all the universe. So, then, for the third step, he didn't have any other place where to put it, so he became as a bomb. And asked Bali Myers, and where I put my, my third step, because uh, you promised me three steps, three pieces of land. So by doing that, Bali Myers was first of all surprised what, what happening, but Previous like that, we know that his guru, Sudhacharya, was instructing him, don't give this Brahmana the whatever he's asking, don't give, don't give him that, because he is Vishnu. And Vishnu, he will take away all your possessions, he will send you to, to the lower planets, uh, lower planets he will bond you. So, so Kajaya was able to see the future and he advised his disciple, don't do it. But at the same time, he said that not, the motivation of Sukhajaya was not just to protect his disciple, but also he was trying to ensure his own uh, benefits because if his disciple lose all his possessions. He will he will also be destitute all the facilities that he has. But Bali Maharaj at that time was he listened he listened to his guru, but he was very quiet. So, but at that time he said, well, he took a little time to deliver what to do. And because he respected his guru, he saw by honoring his guru all the facilities that he had, he got. Because uh, by honoring the brahmanas and saving the brahmanas, his guru, he was able to conquer all the three worlds. So that was very effective. He experienced that. So now his guru is starting something and he was hearing what his guru said very quietly, but he was deliberating internally what to do. Because his Guru Maharaj said, his Guru Sukhachanya says, his key is Vishnu, this Brahmana is Vishnu. And now he said, don't serve him, don't give it to him, don't surrender to him. So quite contradictory instructions. Because his piety coming from Pralatmaya's lineage and guidance, Bali Maharaj understood that Vishnu is God and surrender service to Vishnu is the goal of life. So internally he was uh, acknowledging that and also trying to understand the instruction of his guru. But because of his great values, that is quite important point that we need to point out in this case, the characteristic of the values that Bali Maharaj had helped him to, to, deliver, to deliberate what would be the proper action to take. His values, for example, as we mentioned before, he was pious, charitable, he was truthful, and also he understood about the position of the Supreme Personality of God. In that way, he was able even to defy his spiritual master. So that is quite an important point that we need also to 
to understand and maybe even sometimes learn from these pastimes how to apply in our activity, in our daily life experience because many of us many times we were faced with difficult different situations and we don't know what to do maybe some dilemmas in life what should be done but the shastras and the pastime and these devotees are showing us what is the real or the proper path to follow. So in that point it is that based on that is that Bali Maharaj decided to fulfill uh, the request of Bhagavanya the three phase of land. But uh, he said that uh, internally Bhavanadev was very pleased with Bali Maharaj, but externally he was embarrassing him by, for example, taking over all the three worlds and the third phase, step of the third phase of land that he was asking for wasn't any place to, for that. And he, he asked Bali Maharaj, what to do now? Now you are a cheater because you didn't fulfill your word, your promise. You promised me three like three three step, three pace of time, now you're only two. What what happened now with the third one? So you forgot your there. So you need to be punished. And then at that moment Garuda found uh, him with the Baruna's uh, rod. At that time, Bali Maharaj was quite quite Confronted with a very important situation, I was trying to figure out to visualize that situation. He was in one moment the king of all the three universe, and then suddenly now he's uh, all his he lost all his positions. Now he's bound. He doesn't have any positions, and then he's even requested or asked about the third phase or the third step of. The, and work Bhagavanadev has to go to and he he seems as quite quite difficult challenging because by losing all of his positions, all of his relatives also were quite discouraged and abandoned him. Not just that, his rumors as well, chastised him and even cursed him. So, and then no positions and being bound, it was in a lot of embarrassment. Externally, it was for a king, a chapter, It was quite a confronting situation. But nevertheless, he didn't lose the, his constant, the, the proper vision. And when Bhagavanadev asked him, asked him about the third phase of man, Bhagavanadev, Maharaj, very submissively, and very important point is, very submissively he said, My Lord, if you consider appropriate, uh, I offer you my head. And so please put your lotus tree on my head. He said that the head of a person with just a small piece compared to the three walls, it doesn't mean much. So how we can understand that uh, can be something valuable against the head? The Aetarius, Vishwanathan Chakravarti comment in this point, he said that um, for a person who has a lot of possessions, a lot of richness, the most valuable, well, more valuable than the richness is the person itself. So when Bali Maharaj offered himself to Lord Bhagavad it's not just offering his head, it's offering himself of whatever he is as a person and that means also his, his surrender completely to the Lord. So all his pride completely, all his things of pride that he was exhibiting because he thought and I can give charity to others and I have possessions. That pride was completely eradicated by that attitude. By doing that, for example, he said that uh, 
Pralaya Maharaj at that time who was present, he was also very pleased <coughs> with the attitude of, of um, Bali Maharaj. And the wife of uh, Bali Maharaj also is very remarkable. <coughs> Sorry, she, she said something very remarkable. Uh, but in Bali is her name. And she said, my Lord, you are the proprietor, you are the creator of everything. You are from the over creation of the universe comes from you. But, but <clears throat> only fools think they can they can say that they have they are proprietor, they have proprietor. Only fools declare proprietorship of of the of the land or, or something. Because actually everything belongs to you. Everything comes from you. Only fools. So quite interesting. I don't know if you have experience, but most probably in some degrees, but in my case personally, many times uh, I don't have many things like my books, my things. <coughs> some proprietors is there, that tendency. And uh, but he said, but Nidavali said, only fools can declare that they can have proprietorship of something. So, and that's also very important. And also, Prada Maharaj, he said, oh my Lord, Prada Maharaj prayed to Bangladesh, say, oh my Lord, you are very kind with my grandson. You are. <coughs> You are proprietor, you are the, the owner proprietor of everything, but you, you are giving him a special mercy. Because for the devotee, uh, the mercy of the Lord is more important than material things. The mercy of the Lord, as his personal association, as his uh, devotional service, the opportunity to perform devotional service is more important than material things. Externally we can think, we can see that the Lord is facilitating or favoring the demigods by giving him, giving them all the uh, universe or the heaven and its back. And against the pure devotee like Bali Maharaj, that externally can be seen in that way. But actually is the Lord giving blessings or preference to Bali Maharaj by giving him something that the demigods they don't receive easily. And that is the opportunity to have devotional service and the personal interaction with the Lord. That is something more valuable than the old material facilities. And it's for, the, for that reason, in this text, it said that uh, being very pleased with Bali Maharaj for giving all his positions, the Lord returned his kingdom and made him the richer, uh, made him richer than the opulent King Indra. Richer means because he got more, more valuable things than just material facilities like a heavenly planet because he got Krishna and his personal association. That's quite an important point to consider in this chapter. And uh, for example, Prabhupada in the purpose by important point to come to, for us to be more mindful. And also in our preaching activities, when Prabhupada says, it's similarly, for example, for those who give contributions to expand the activities of Krishna consciousness movement and to accomplish its objectives, will never be looser. So many devotees uh, um, they perform a lot of activities different in the different ways, in the devotional service, by giving their own. Uh, time, perhaps even donations, contributions, monetary contributions to the term 
answers. We can think, oh, I'm giving this and I'm losing something, but actually it's Krishna is reciprocating. He will reciprocate with more. Prabhupada said, they will be get, they will get their wealth back with the blessings, but with the blessings of Lord Krishna. That's why why strong statement given by our Acharya. So if Prabhupada said it's something that it will happen. So Krishna is bound to fulfill the words of our Acharya. That can be a motivation for devotees or even for people in general. If we understand that point, the secret. If you want to, to have some benefits, that is not the real, motive, the real motivation. But if the mind comes on doubts, so or if I give this, I will be a loser, I will lose something. Don't worry, Krishna will return that and even more. That is the statement even for our Acharya Prabhupada. But the ideal motivation basically is um, that a devotee understands that everything belongs to Krishna. And the opportunity to be engaged in his devotional service is the most valuable thing. And that could be also another point for us to reflect upon how fortunate we are when we have the opportunity to have some services, practicing, for example, our sadhana, or chanting the holy name, service as well. And many times, due to different circumstances, perhaps some external disturbance, we we feel, we feel constraints and trying uh, perhaps uh, difficulty in our practices. But if we keep in mind the good fortune that we have to have the opportunity to perform devotional service, in, so we can be more um, determined to, to perform in a better way, or be fixed in our services. That is the example of Bali Maharaj because he was having all externally all the difficulties, but didn't that those difficulties didn't um, uh, stop him to fulfill his duty, his service, offering everything to the Lord. So that is uh, determination. And even in many difficult, uh, despite of the difficulties, the determination to perform the devotional service is one of the teachings of our Bali Maharaj, who is Mahayana, the person who is authorized uh, by the Shastras uh, in the expanding Krishna processes and the teachings of his life. His teachings are the example how beautiful he behaves and acts. So, um, I took some notes, perhaps I can share some short points because time is running. Uh, why Bhagavad Maharaj, for example, is glorified and prized here in Bhagavatam? Because to be in the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam, it means that you you are an accepted person. Prabhupada, for example, he established, he said, Prabhupada says, the greatness of a person can be ascertained by his capacity to tolerate um, the difficulties. So, that's quite interesting to understand the greatness of a person can be established only by his capacity to tolerate difficult or difficult challenging situations, especially for us in performing devotional service. Because pleasing Krishna is not easy. And uh, so we will face difficulties. So, but this has a purpose. It said, for example, that one of the convictions of devotee should have is that Krishna is under control. Krishna is our well-wisher. 
He always do the best for us. And as our overall future, He has better plans for us. And in that way, uh, He will show us the proper path and the, the proper perspective to follow Krishna consciousness. Something that I was reading one article written by one devotee. The, what, is our, what are the lessons of Bali Maharaj's pastime? These three points. For a devotee, Krishna, uh, we should understand these three things. Krishna is our well-wisher. He is the person who will, he will always want the best for us. Never has doubt about it. We can have friends, people around us, parents, but no one will be more, uh, no one will love us more than Krishna, that he is our well-wisher. And uh, he has better plans for us. We can, that's the second point, we can have some ideas what would be better for us, but not necessarily that it's uh, according what actually is good for us. It's Krishna who knows what is better for us. And he has plans for us. We have to develop that conviction that Krishna has a good plan, a better plan for us. And the third point is that Krishna will show us the proper path to follow. That personally I found quite insightful this point. It's an article written by Ajahnavinda Prabhu and the teachings of Lord Brahmanabhadi Bhadi Maharaj pastimes in his interactions with Bhamanadi. So I stop here any questions, any comment? Yes, Master. Consciousness 
they place and for they place when a devotee resides, it's so auspicious. People around they also they get that transformational effect in their consciousness. Perhaps he won't be openly talking that you should change your behavior, do this or that, but by his behavior, by his interactions, that is the best way to preach. And that will produce some a positive effects in them. Yes. Because one of the things also was quite quite interesting in this past time is that when he said when there was a Jagya, as many Jagya ceremony, and Bhavanadev appeared, Bali Maharaj immediately acknowledged the presence of Bhavanadev as the Supreme Person in the world. In his heart, he recognized the Lord, and he wanted to pay obeisances to him. But because he was the king and the social pressure around him, the demons around and the gurus, so he, he refrained himself, and uh, but he, he said, <clears throat> okay, I won't honor him as a supreme personality, but my culture is about respecting to the Brahmanas. So he respects him as a Brahmana, give all the honors, pay his lotus feet, but internally he was, he was serving the Lord as a devotee, not just as the Brahmana, but because political situation, social pressure, things like that. He refrained that aspect. Hmm? So that would be my answer to your question, Mataji. Perhaps he will in the future. He will, as far as I understand, he will be in ex Mambantara. He will be Indra. So in that case, no social, no much pressure to reach more people. Imagine how will be the, the leadership of uh, Bali Maharajas in India, fortunate those who will be around, like your devotee in India, or current India is uh, uh, practicing devotee, you know. doesn't mean to be a pure devotee yet, because he's still struggling with some difficulties, but can you imagine if the king of the heaven is a pure devotee? All the people around with the benefit that they will receive and all the Krishna Kata and all the Washington service that will be performed at a time. Wow, that's different. Anyway, thank you. Thank you.